Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Interview wigs. <laughs> oh, girl, talk I have about my it. bag of interview wigs. Yes. Yeah. Hey, y'all. We're back. We are back. New year. Yes. New us. Oh, my gosh. We're so Thank excited you. to be here. I know. So much has happened. Oh, my goodness. So much has happened. <laughs> the world. But. New episode. New The episodes. first and the 15th. We told y'all we're going to be hitting you every month, twice a month on the first and the 15th and mm-hmm. a little bit in between, too. But today. We're starting off pretty good. Yes. Yeah. We're starting off that you're strong. And we're talking about work style, mm-hmm. how we express our authentic identities, our true selves, through our personal and professional style, and ways we can think about elevating our image yes. through yes. our wardrobe. Yes, and you may ask, Courtney, <laughs> Joy, why are we talking about clothes when the world is ending? But <laughs> I present to you an idea that your style is an important part of your career and yes. also like makes you feel good it like makes you feel great one monkey don't stop no show we want to feel empowered as we go out and get it and having a great style is a part of that absolutely so definitely stick around we're going to be joined by two amazing stylish mavens we got our slaces and bronx rep and fashionista christina of justmistherunway.com and the stylish bestie you wish you had Alyssa nicole she's going to come through they're going to join us for a group chat girlfriend session so definitely stick around. But first, first, a little check in, clock in. We gotta do our clock in. Yeah. If you guys have been listening to the show, you know we like to start off every episode with a clock in. Mm-hmm. See how we're both doing personally and professionally. Courtney, what is going on? How are you, you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. Okay. <laughs> I have definitely noticed a marked shift in my energy mm. since the inauguration. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just okay. say that. Let's talk about resolutions. I started the year that I was going to be off Twitter, except for work, Mm. um, because I work in social media, so I have to be on there. Uh, Just toxic energy. One is like, first of all, being plugged in with Mm. everything that's happening all the time. Stressful. Yes. And then you add everybody's like on edge. So then everybody's like angry and mad and like on their soapbox. And it was just too much all the time. And then like, I guess as a coping mechanism, I just want to know what's going on Mm. all the time. And it just, it's, it wasn't conducive to mental health. So I was okay. like, I'm going to start the year, no Twitter. And then the inauguration happened. Mm. And it was just like, and y'all know, it's like some, five things a day, every yes, day. Yes, every day. So I broke my rule and like I'm back. It's not on my phone. <laughs> so at least I'm limited to desktop stalking of the world. Okay. Um, but I just noticed like this week, like I've just had, it's like an undercurrent of stress. Yes, Yes. It's an undercurrent of stress happening. Yes. So, bless God, this weekend, <laughs> I found a thing that kind of pulled me out of that. Okay, what was it? Sitcoms. Sitcoms, okay. Sitcoms. I've been watching um, One Day at a Time One on Netflix. Time. But it's like old-fashioned in the sense it's produced by like Norman Lear. And he was the guy who did like All in the Family, The Jeffersons, like oh, those old okay. original sitcoms, Black but it's classic. rebooted okay. with like this Cuban family. Ooh. So they touch on like issues like the girl's a veteran and her daughter's oh. a lesbian and so it's like modern issues but it's still like the basic sitcom premise of like there's drama but you know it's gonna work yes. out there's a laugh a track story. family love always wins <laughs> yes. so I'm just Feel like cackling okay. like just carefree okay. in this little universe listen, over the weekend joy is a form of resistance like listen. happiness so Always. how I want to know how how are you cultivating joy? Yeah, joy. <laughs> you know, girl, I was on the same page as you. I was honestly had every intention to skip January. Oh, I, um, you know, we all got to find our lane, and I really wanted to focus on me and the things I could control, and my work, and my mission, and like, you know, helping my community around mm-hmm. myself, and trying not to be as plugged into. 
I don't want to say not plugged into the macro political issues, yeah. but just not as like daily bogged down by them. But then this weekend happened, and it has become clear that... And by this weekend, it was the airport protest, yes, and the Muslim ban, and the all Muslim that. ban, all of that. It has become very clear to me that DJT, number 45, <laughs> will not permit me to go about and live my life. And that's fine. So, yes. um, I mean, I think there were definitely some really bright spots in January. Mm-hmm. I was very encouraged by the Women's March from my bed. I did not <laughs> march because yeah. I didn't feel connected to the movement, but I was happy that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was happy that out of it, I saw a lot of dialogue around intersectional feminism, mm-hmm. feminism that isn't just for white women and doesn't just care about the wage gap, but thinks about all of the issues that affect the rest of us. Um, So that was really comforting. And I think I'm just like still trying to figure out what my form of activism will be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, y'all know I love to talk about like professional development, career development. So I'm still trying to see how I can bring those two sides of like everything that's going on into the workplace in a positive Mm -hmm. way to actually advocate for change. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit, I think, in yeah. the rest of the episode. But, yeah, you know, just um, I'm deleting a lot of people. Praise. And I'm donating to the causes that, you know, mm-hmm. call me. Oh, another bright spot. Baby got her first apartment. Aww. First solo apartment. Yes. yes. It's just giving me, like, something fun to do, yeah. like, contrasting all my design create inspiration. Create a safe space A creative haven, yeah. you know, to, like, come up with ideas. So it's definitely been long overdue, um, but I'm really excited. And also, like, something that that whole experience taught me was it's always impossible till it's done. Mm-hmm. I don't know why for the longest time, like you get caught up in the New York lifestyle and I was yeah. just like, I like always have to have a roommate and like, you know, sure. split the rent. And another thing that we also have been talking a lot this year is intention mm-hmm. and like being deliberate with how we pursue things and why we pursue yes. things. And I think for me, that looks like not every opportunity not jumping at every opportunity that comes along mm. and like being making sh- and taking risk and like mm. going after the thing that you really want mm. and not settling on where you are or yeah. what's readily becoming available to yeah. you so intention is a big word yes yes yeah. yeah we're on the same page there i love it girl you ready to get into the episode I'm ready. let's do it All right, still ranting, still raving, still reviewing. (laughs) So, Joy, how are we starting off 2017? (laughs) Well, listen, I was going to rant about explaining common sense to white people, but I'm going to leave that for another day. Um, We're going to keep it positive. So I'm actually going to rave. I am so notorious. We're talking about personal style and elevating your brand. Mm -hmm. I am totally notorious for rolling out of bed, throwing on a pair of flats when it's like snowing outside or like a big bubble winter jacket Mm -hmm. when it's hot. (laughs) Um, So I am raving about um, basically sites that tell you how to dress based on the weather. Okay. So two in particular, there are a ton out there, dailydressme.com or dressbyweather.com will show you what the weather forecast Mm -hmm. is. And then the thing you got to peep and pay attention to is what it feels like not what it actually is true and then dress accordingly now i love these websites in particular because they'll show you like do you need to put on a couple of layers do you Mm -hmm. need to put on a sweater should it be boots you know should it be a full-on like bubble coat yeah isn't it and you know that's a good idea given global warming And I mean, like in New York, like the weather is cra- like one day yes. it's sixty, the next day, right? It's snowing, right? So, so it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm if you can't for whatever reason actually look outside, yeah. engage with the weather is, and there have been days I have just woken up and forgot to do that. <laughs> um, this is a really great resource, but it's also good if you're traveling. So oh, maybe you're yeah. not in whatever city you're yeah. planning to go to, and you just want to visualize. You know, when you're like in the thick of winter, you forget what dressing for sixty looks like. <laughs> yeah. At least I do. Yeah. I'm like, what does? Is that like two is this layers? A coat? Yeah. Is it a jacket? Yeah. So it helps because it puts that visual to to the forecast. Um, So there, that's my rave, you know, dailydressme.com or dressbyweather.com. What are you doing today, Courtney? I am raving as well. 
I just downloaded this app called Countable mm-hmm. that I have shared on all the socials and whatnot. It's available on the app, Apple's App Store and Google Play. Okay. And what it is, it gives you daily updates on your lawmakers mm. and kind of key developments on issues that you care about. So when you start it, you go through and you select all the issues that are important to you. So it'll give you updates on what's mm. happening in those areas, as well as just the laws that come out. It shows you how your representatives voted on them. Mm. And the cool thing about it, it lets you vote on the law as well, and mm. it'll send your answer to your representative. Oh, are you serious? Right from yeah. the app? Yeah. Yeah. So you can like add a written comment or a video comment to it, oh, wow. and it will send it. And they do send it because I got a um, receipt from my from, senator oh, saying wow. like I got your message. Oh wow! So it's really cool, and it also has the phone number right there too. Mm. So it's like super simple way yeah. to not kind of keep abreast of what's happening and all the chaos. Is like no girl, this is the law. Like yeah. I know a lot of stuff is happening, but this is the law the that's law, yeah. um, on the table, and you can kind of stay informed. Yeah. And I love it, too, because I mentioned on here before I worked in a senator's office in college. And part of my job was to man the front desk. Like, they pay attention to what comes in, especially calls. Mm. So what I would do is as calls would come in, I had a sheet. I would fill out, like, what they said. And usually it was always, like, elderly people and they would just be like support bill blah 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 hang up like mm. it's not even like a, you don't need oh, really? a whole thing and that counted like, that counts oh, wow. like just say I'm calling from here don't support this bye Wow. And I just log it. And at the end of the week, like the staff logs it and presents it to the senator. Yeah. And especially like if there's a flood of calls. Yeah. Like that impacts them. Like because at the end of the day, whether they act like it or not, they are elected. So they do (laughs) care when you support or don't support something. So countable, get involved. so excited to be joined in the studio with these two style mavens. Very hey, fashionable. Hi. Hey. I wish you had video. Yes, because so they, they are looking good. Okay, <laughs> so we you. have Christina Akomia, who is the fashionista behind JustMissTheRunway.com, where she shares her style and life lessons, drawing inspiration from her African roots, magazines, the Bible, and other fashion bloggers. So sure. welcome, girl. Thank you. And we also are so lucky to have Alyssa Nicole, She is your stylish new best friend and shopping buddy. Her mission is to get you looking your personal best and keep you feeling great. She's also the founder of Glory Joy, a handmade jewelry and home goods shop, and she's rocking a cute little Mm -hmm. Glory Joy necklace today. So welcome, Alyssa. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, y'all look amazing. Yes, (laughs) we have the right people in the building. We do. Because we really want to talk about style, not just... I guess more as like a tool that you can use in your career. So kind of getting serious about our personal style. So I really want to ask both of you, like kind of the role that you see style plays in your career advancement and getting opportunities. Like why is it important to pay attention to? As I was talking to Christina earlier about um, when you look your best, people start to notice. Like it opens up a lot of opportunities for you. Like I was telling her a story about how I was going for a job interview a few weeks back and I was in the area of my favorite restaurant. So I'm like, okay, after this interview, I'm gonna stop in and get a sandwich. So the guy behind the counter, he was like, oh, you look so fancy, I wanna take your picture. Oh, really? (laughs) But then we started talking a little bit. He wanted to know what I was doing in the area, if I worked around there. And I was like, no, I I was just coming from an interview. He's like, oh, so you're looking for a job? And I'm like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, do you want to work at X, Y, and Z company? Mm, Like, I know somebody that works there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was like, send me your resume. Okay. So I did. He met up with the woman, gave her my resume. Stuff is still pending. Yeah. But that's a lesson for you like go out looking your best Mm -hmm. feeling confident and people will notice you never know who you're going to meet out in the street Mm -hmm. that can take you to the next level in your life you know i struggle with this because you want to think people aren't as superficial as to judge you wholly by your appearances but appearances do matter and they they matter at work too so when i see like a polished (laughs) outfit because you can tell but i can't put my finger on like what What is is making this like snap together you know it's all about fit it's all about the Mm -hmm. fit of the clothes on you like you could wear anything h&m pay less i mean it really doesn't matter if it doesn't Mm. fit you 
then so that's true. when you really look off. So it's really important to have like a tailor, to know your size, to try things on before you buy it because if something is ill-fitting on you, then that's when it's completely thrown off. Okay, so we have to break yeah. this apart mm-hmm. because <laughs> I'm sure every woman that has stepped outside thinks that a thing fits great right. on them, right? right? But I've seen some things mm-hmm. and I've probably done some things as well. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's, let's break apart fit a little bit more because when right. you say fit what I think about is like you know recently I've become more aware of like undergarments sure girl if the panty line is showing mm-hmm. or you can kind of see the bra strap or the underwire mm-hmm. that's like a sign that something maybe is not the right fit or you don't have the right layers on yeah. so can you like break apart that a little bit yeah more? Um, I would go with like one of the biggest rules that I learned growing up and I think unfortunately a lot of women don't know this that when you're wearing something that's white you always have to wear black undergarments a lot of people think that they have to wear the same color as their clothes so if I have Mm. on a white top then I have to wear a white bra but that's immediately going to show you always have to wear black undergarments so that's something that I usually notice at work when I see someone come in with like a white bra and they're wearing a white shirt it's like so (laughs) see through and just being mindful of like the length of your your trousers or your Mm. pants if you're you know something that may fit you perfectly when you wear heels when you swap for your flats Mm. is now dragging on the floor so you have to just be mindful of that the waist you know you think you can get away with something that's a little loose at the waist but when you're walking and start to bulge at like private areas Mm. that's not really cute either so just being mindful of that I'm not I'm not someone that likes uh, belts so I have to get all of my pants tailored Um, but if you like belts then it may work for you if you're not someone that likes belts you need to get that altered so I wish people would wear more clothing that's kind of tailored to their body right. nothing like super balloony sure. that's mm-hmm. what I see a lot of and I know people want to hide problem areas mm-hmm. but you can do that with like stuff that's like very constructed and tailored and sure. has pleats in the right places right. you don't have to hide a stomach with a like a flowy top all the time right because that mm-hmm. usually makes you look bigger than you exactly. are yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so that's, a, that's what I see a lot and mm-hmm. I want people to stop it <laughs> well I feel like I might know where that comes from because I probably do it a little bit. <laughs> so when you're like a curvy woman mm-hmm. or, you know, you're endowed in certain places and you walk into a standard store, you might not necessarily see clothes that fit when you try them on right. your shape. And yeah. so I think sometimes a lot of that can just be solving for, you know, based on what you have available and accessible to you. So what do you recommend for people that are just like struggling to find those pieces that are tailored? I mean, do you have to go to your point, Christina, and get a tailor to work on that? I think no matter the size, the shape, you should always have a tailor. It gets pricey, yes, but it's all about investment. And I think we'll talk about that later Mm. in the podcast, like, you know, having the best appearance. So we can, tailors are pricey. Um, What I actually did last year, earlier in the year, is I invested in a sewing machine. And so I don't have to always go to my tailor if it's a matter of like, you know, taking an inch or two off my hem. But um, yeah, having a tailor is really important, but really knowing what styles work for you. Mm -hmm. If you have problem areas, if you are like uncomfortable with maybe like your midsection or something, I always recommend peplum. Peplum Mm, covers everything. If you want to eat after your, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to be concerned with trying to suck it in or anything. Peplum just, and it's super stylish as well. So something like peplum works. Yeah, or I would say even if you don't have a tail or two, touching back on that topic, Mm -hmm. if you want to make something look more fitted, like you buy a shift dress, Mm. add a belt to it. Like a belt will cinch in your waist and still give you that kind of, that hourglass figure, Mm -hmm. but only if that's really within, I'm trying to think of how to say, within your... um, your body shape because sure. not everything is for everybody yeah. Sad and shift dresses I'm, can get really really <laughs> tricky yeah they're <laughs> tricky so you have to figure out you have to play around with it that's what fashion is about playing mm. with different looks to make your to give you the best look for your body mm-hmm. okay so let's let's start with basic basic <laughs> basic so i'm looking at my closet i'm not satisfied what do i do to start out building like just a basic good wardrobe a woman would be proud of. (laughs) (laughs) What I usually start off with when I do a closet cleanse for Mm. clients is we'll go through the closet and we'll figure out what to keep Mm. and what's a maybe and what to 
throw away or donate or whatever you want to do with that piece of clothing. So it's like once you clean that out, then you can see like what you have left and what pieces you need to add to it. Right. Like whatever's in the maybe pile, I'll come up with solutions to how you can wear that a different way that you never really thought about mm-hmm. before. But the first thing is like going through your entire closet, picking out what you haven't worn in like seven years. I was like, just going to ask, yeah. what's your criteria for checking things? My limit is one year. Them? One year. My I have like one year. a season. Like if I didn't, if it's the summertime and I'm cleaning out my closet, sure. I didn't wear it in the cold weather season. Mm. Why do I still have it? Okay. Like, what am I gonna do with it? So we're checking stuff that we're not using. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're keeping stuff that we are. Yeah. But as we're thinking of talking about kind of elevating our mm-hmm. professional That's true. appearance, what kind of criteria should we be thinking about in terms of keeping losing? So I think it's important to understand why you're not comfortable with your wardrobe is it like a matter of fit Mm because if it's a fit issue then maybe we can just work with what you already have Mm -hmm. but if it's about style like you you think that your style is outdated yeah then we can talk about different things it's not always like dishing it out and buying new things Mm -hmm. i I was talking to elisa about like consignment shops like i rarely ever just donate things if i feel like it's not sellable then I'll donate it but a lot of the pieces that I have and it's not necessarily outdated I just preferably don't like it anymore so I'll sell it to like my consignment shops I love Buffalo Exchange Mm -hmm. and they'll give you store credit or cash and you can use it to buy new styles Mm -hmm. or buy something else that someone has sold so I think it's you really need to figure out why you don't like the clothes in your closet is it a matter of styling is it a matter of fit and then figure it out after that and what I learned, too, through my stylish training, sometimes your body just knows, like, when you don't like something. Mm. Like, mm. if you have a bunch of green dresses and you've never worn them, you just don't like green. Like, <laughs> you stop buying green. Or green so, just doesn't look good on exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like your body is rejecting that. You have to use your intuition when it comes to fashion, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Talk to me a little bit about both of your style inspiration, because, you know, I'm of the school of thought that when you walk into a hair salon, don't work with a hairdresser with the jacked up hair. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. You guys will be happy to know no one here is jacked up, so we are <laughs> in good hands. But what's your style inspiration as you sort of cultivate your wardrobes? And how can we think about, again, as we talk about elevating, who and where do we look to kind of figure out what we want our sort of style mm-hmm. um, to be? Well, I think, you know, my style identity comes from, like, my environments, right? So I work in corporate America, so I have always been attracted to more professional looks. But then I also work in the fashion industry, so I'm always, like, really stylish. Um, and I don't – I'm not really into, like – you know, that lax kind of look or like the rugged or the vintage <laughs> kind of thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. that, but I have just always pulled my identity from what's around me. Okay. And so figuring out like what you're also attracted to, if you're, if you're attracted to like, um, famous people, let's mm. say Beyonce's style, then you would always what? look for... Does she have a style? I think she does. I think she's <laughs> like <laughs> eclectic yeah. kind of, yes. sort of. Right? Don't come for me. I love <laughs> Beyonce, but, you know, house of right. 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 We needed some work a couple years ago. <laughs> I think she died on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just really figuring out, like, what you're attracted to. If you're always looking at, like, let's say, well, you can't really say Rihanna, because Rihanna's, like, all across the <laughs> map. She'll wear, like, she a Chanel ensemble, then she'll also wear like sweatpants and, you know, camo. So, yeah. Right. And and I think that's perfectly fine to not be confined to just one type of style. Like, if you like to do everything, then that's fine. It can get a little pricey because Mm. you're always picking almost anything that you like. But um, I don't think that you should be confined to like one type of style identity. And I've been been peeping game because a lot of times on Instagram now they tag the stylist. Mm. So then I will go and like follow the stylist. I can't, I've only seen her on Instagram, so I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is it Ade Samuel? She styles oh, like yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross, oh, sure, sure. Or a girl from yeah. Blackish. Mm-hmm. So it's like, see, to, to kind of see how they think. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. But it's kind of hard to look at the stylist mm-hmm. kind of yeah. style identity because it they may not necessarily so correlate with yeah. the mm-hmm. person that they're styling. True. Like with Ade Samuel, I'm not really too familiar. I've heard of her name, but yeah. I'm not too familiar with her whoever she's styling doesn't necessarily mean that she'll wear those pieces. Sure. And I think part of what makes you a good stylist is being very, mm-hmm. like, 
you know, broaden and, and not forcing your personal style on mm, the person that sure, you're sure. Oh, yeah. oh, so good questions. When you're working with someone, how do you help them identify their style? Because you can say one thing, yeah, and then you dress <laughs> and feel comfortable in a totally different way. Right. To your point about always buying green dresses, mm-hmm. so like, how do you help someone identify what their style is? I think this is a question for Lisa because uh, I was telling her <laughs> that I'm not really good with styling people uh-huh. because I'll only. I'll try to put you in what I think is nice. <laughs> so my whole process is usually I ask people questions sure. before I go meet up with them. What are and, the questions you ask? Um, Just like what they think their personal style is. Like I'll ask them outright directly. Like how do you want to look? What mm. do you think your style is? And then when I look in their closet, sometimes <laughs> things don't match up. So that's when you need to go like deeper and see like if you can kind of combine the two to ultimately get them to the level that they want to be at. Because mm. sometimes... Mm. Like you said earlier, you'll see something in the store, it's cute, you want to buy it, but that's not necessarily your style. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have a disconnect when it comes to like, oh, I like this, it's cute, but like, do you feel comfortable in it? Mm-hmm. Does it look right on you? Like, these things are, these are not things that people really think about. A lot of times we see a thing on a mannequin or mm-hmm. in the store, and in your head it looks one way, so you're like, oh, that's cute, I'm gonna mm-hmm. buy that. You put it on, and it's a whole different Because story. they're pinning the mannequins, too. So mm-hmm. if it's, like, right, extremely true. fitted, yeah, like, oh, I true. like the shape on that. Sure. When it's really, like, a burlap look behind yeah. it. Like, it's like, like, three inches three of fabric. Right. It's true. Yeah. That's so true. true. But even earlier, we were talking about, like, as you're trying to form that identity to elevate in the work setting, looking at, you know, maybe the men and women around you who have the positions that you might want or think about wanting five years, ten years down the line. How do they dress? What are the common denominators? Right. Are they investing a lot in accessories and bags mm-hmm. and like tailored mm-hmm. clothing to your point? So mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, from my observation has all kind of been part of the package, mm-hmm. especially yeah. as it comes to like elevating and work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I do like what you said, though, about, like, kind of taking a hint of a cue from, like, a celebrity-style icon. Because I'll see women that I love how they dress, but it's just like, I don't know if I want to go quite that (laughs) far or, like, quite that eccentric. So kind of, like, taking just a little, just a little inspiration, maybe a pattern that you Mm -hmm. like, but not going, like, full on, like... Yeah, because celebrities, they reach. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) And unfortunately... We think that we can do that reaching, but we can't because most times they don't have a boss to answer mm-hmm. to. They don't have, you know, a bunch of coworkers that are going to judge them. For people like us that have regular jobs, if we do, you know, we're going into work settings and we have to constantly compare ourselves to what everyone else is doing. So they're actually crafting a persona. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, right. whereas normal people, like, you want to display your real personality. Mm. So it's like you have to do that. You're not going to wear a bustier to work. Like, mm. Or maybe you might, depending <laughs> on your job. That's true. But yeah, like true. a ce- celebrity, they want to sell maybe that sexiness. Yeah. So they can do that. Yeah. But if you want to sell like a professional image or like show aspects of your personality, that may not necessarily be it. How do you now infuse your individuality and your personality into your style in a way that doesn't compromise your image in the workplace. That's a okay. tough one. Yeah, maybe I'm cheating a little bit <laughs> <laughs> because I've worked in creative fields. I've been like graphic designer, web designer, so it's like anything goes in the workplace. I've worn like African print stuff to work, mm-hmm. head wraps, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. like we're gonna check me. Like <laughs> I don't have meetings with people. Like so, nobody needs to see what I'm wearing. But um, if you work in a more corporate environment, I would say you can always express yourself through your accessories. Okay. And I'm not just saying this because I make accessories, (laughs) but, like, if you're wearing, like, 
a suit, a plain navy blue suit. Maybe you can add some like colorful bangles to mm. go along with the suit. Something that would like zhuzh it up a little bit without yeah. being too in your face. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that working in corporate America, I have like a different narrative because sometimes accessorizing too much is a, is like mm. distractive. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm still trying to figure out how to keep that I, my own personal identity, but still maintain a level of professionalism and still kind of look like where I want to go. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I noticed that like, you know, my boss, she's like, I call her Olivia Pope. Like, <laughs> She Tight. is, yeah. Every you don't see a single hair out of place, mm. you know. And I'm and I'm I'm so inspired by the way she looks because I realize, okay, I can't just roll out of bed and come to work because so so and so's outfit is always tailored. She mm. always have like everything ironed, and you know she, even though she's stylish, she still looks very very professional. Mm. And so I think it it, it is a battle and while you don't want to completely forget about who you are intrinsically, there's still, I always say, unwritten rules in certain settings. Like, corporate America, there are unwritten rules. You can't just wear everything. You can't wear 10 bangles. You just can't. You could, but then you're gonna be be heard like, Ten yeah. miles away, <laughs> and they're judging you in their head. Like they That's are, true. they're like, "Why does she?" So you got to know your industry. On? You got to know the rules yeah, of definitely. that industry. You do. But I mean, I want to dig deeper into the culture piece because I think for women of color, especially, it's not just like the head wraps, but you know, it might be like your natural hair, which oh, you are born with. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like we are born with this, and it's not necessarily fair that these are the rules. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to interviewing, like. How do you handle that? You yeah. know, how do you handle switching it up, braiding it up, yeah. weaving it up, rocking your natural hair? Interview wigs. <laughs> oh, girl, I, ha- talk I have a bag of interview wigs. Yes. Yeah. Like, I am not ashamed. Sometimes, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, sometimes you have, like, a banging twist out that you did last week, and you're like, oh, I'm going to do that for this job interview. And the twist out, your hair is like, no, you're not. Like, it's just it's not going to work out for you. So you go in your bag of wigs, and you find the right bag one that, wigs, that, yes. that corresponds with your outfit, and then you go. To me, wigs are just an accessory. Mm-hmm. They're like a necklace. Like, sometimes they make or break the outfit. Your hair makes or breaks the outfit. So mm-hmm. If you want to do that, there's no shame in it. I do. I'm right there with you. I I agree with you to an extent because I am a wig enthusiast. I tell you that all the time. You know, I'm currently wearing a wig right now, but under this wig, I am you know team natural. And with the like, I work in corporate America now, and my current job now. I actually went to my interview with my natural hair. Oh. Yeah, you know what? You know, a lot of people say that natural hair is unprofessional, but, like, let's really talk about that statement, right? Natural hair is unprofessional. Is it necessarily the hair that grows out of your head, or is it the way that you're styling your natural hair? Because for somebody like me that has 4C hair, I can't just go to sleep without a bonnet and wake up and Mm. go to an interview. Like, there has to be some kind of styling that I do to that natural hair that they won't discriminate against me for it, yeah. you know? So for my yeah. interview, I did like a updo, but I was still natural and I still got the job, you know? And so I don't but think I'm that- But I'm sure the rest of the wardrobe was very tight. I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> sure, but what I'm saying is that you, I don't think that, at least for corporate America, I don't think that natural hair is unprofessional. I think if your natural hair is unkempt, it's unprofessional. And that goes for relaxed hair as well. Like yeah. if, you're, oh, if your hair is unkempt, you're just unprofessional yeah. because I, you I should style you. your hair. But I mean, in this modern day and age in 2016 where there's everything, hashtag natural this, hashtag yeah. natural that, there's a thousand videos on YouTube on what to do to your hair when you're at work. And it doesn't take away from your hair being natural. I don't know. I wish. I wish I could yeah. feel that way. But I think the reality is like my roommate and I happen to work at the same company my current roommate and you know sometimes we'll do the twist out and wake up and just be like I feel (laughs) I feel ugly today like if I'm being completely honest Mm -hmm. I feel ugly I feel like I gotta like 10x up the makeup and wear a really cute necklace and probably throw on some heels and do more than I do on a regular day just because you know the hair it feels different like when I take these crochet braids out that first couple of days I'm just like loving myself again (laughs) and getting used to my natural hair again so Mm -hmm. again I don't think it's right but well yeah I think you also have to get to know your hair too and I think especially like when I was transitioning to natural and learning how to do my hair it was 
there were some days <laughs> that were questionable. But I do think it takes time to like know like, okay, if this twist out doesn't work, I know how to pin it up to do it like this right. way. And I know sure. if I can use this hair accessories, exactly. I can do it this way. Because I'm very much of the school of thought that when I go to an interview, since I've been natural, I show up at a job interview with natural hair most right. of the time because that's this is m- the way my hair is going to be yes. Monday through Friday. <laughs> right. So if you have a problem with that, yeah. we need to all know that now. now. Right. Yeah. Right. Perfect. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's just in our minds that we think that people are going to judge us because the days that they I go to know. work, they can't tell the difference. They really, <laughs> they can't. They really can't, honestly. And the days that I actually like walk well let me not even say walk tiptoed into work with my afro because yeah. I was like whoa who's gonna see me so let me you know <laughs> like I don't want to make that much noise stepping into my office but like you know the days that I did go to work with an afro the first people to compliment me were my white bosses like oh your hair looks different today I mean they ask kind of pretty <laughs> ignorant questions yeah. but I mean that's not their <laughs> fault they just don't know you know yeah. I've had people tell me like oh that's your real hair and I'm like yeah yes. you should wear that instead you and see like, oh okay. you see sometimes it's our own insecurities sometimes it's our own insecurities moving on from style we talk about hair we've talked about clothes themselves are there anything other aspects that people don't really think about because I know Joy, you're recently obsessed with like skincare. skincare. Like, yeah. Oh my oh. goodness! So, so I'm important. new to this, and I feel like I'm new to it thanks to all my IG friends. By the way, <laughs> your skin looks good. Yes. Oh, does it? Yeah, mm-hmm. good. I'm, do too I'm much assuming skin. you don't have anything on much. No. Yeah, it no. looks really good. Oh, oh good. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I, you know, I, I, someone sent me an article that was talking about how women that wear like makeup to work on average make around six thousand dollars a year Mm -hmm. than women who don't Mm -hmm. so what are some things that you guys have observed other than kind of clothing and apparel that are important for us to think about Hmm. well for myself personally i can't speak on my clients because like if you don't want to wear makeup or do a full face like that's on you but i know when i put on like maybe some BB cream. I like to do my eyebrows because like your eyebrows complete your face. Mm. Like if you don't do anything else, do your eyebrows. Okay, noted. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like when when I'm made up, like I just feel more confident. Like yeah. I, feel, I just feel better. You I actually am more productive, step. honestly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. more productive at work. For the days that I go to work without makeup, I'm just not feeling myself mm. because when I wear my makeup and my hair is done and I picked out the best wig that day, <laughs> I just feel like I can take over the world. Me too. So yeah. I think it's a really a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not only people judging, but really you're judging yourself. When you look good, you just you just feel good. I also was doing research and I found a study that said that pe- women, particularly women, um, even though it has changed for men over the years, but women that spend more time in the morning grooming themselves mm. actually get more promotions than women that don't. And, you know, men can tell these things. Women that wear heels to work mm-hmm. as opposed to women that don't. Oh, they're oh. more up. <laughs> I am not the heels, girl. Really? No, not even not kitten heels, which people hate. No, I would rather wear none at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, have, I have nothing against kitten heels. I don't heels. either. Okay. Okay. we're fashion Right, because kitten can. heels are like new. Now. Like, they're back on yeah. track. Okay, okay. I gotta check you out credentials. I don't know about this. It's a little Debbie no, they are kitten heels so quick. Me too. <laughs> the Valentino Rockstud, they have a cute oh, kitten heel. Nice. Yeah, those okay. are cute, okay. kind of pricey, but you can get the knockoffs or okay. <laughs> something that's like but inspired. You know what? I feel you, even <laughs> though I'm in denial about yeah, it. Yeah, I think I most people you. are it's in denial. Like the, it is the kind of the makeup, the package, the heels, the hair. Those are the people that tend to be elevated and kind of promoted a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's more, unfortunate, so. but it is what it is. Right, so we have some kind of rapid, is it rapid? Quick, brisk, brisk Brisk question. (laughs) What in your wardrobe are you always willing to kind of spend a little bit more money on? I'd say a coat. A bag. Bags? Mm. I love a good leather bag. Okay. I love a good faux leather bag. (laughs) (laughs) Real. Okay, favorite online retailer? I'm going to say Amazon. Amazon. Really? I have everything. What? Everything. 
you know what? I'm not thinking in terms of clothing either. Oh, it's okay. Like Period. Yeah. Right. Okay. But like, if you want clothes, if you want shoes, mm. they have that too. Favorite in-store shopping. Banana experience. Republic. Oh, I love. love. Definitely. I'm a VR girl. You are. Yeah. You see a lot of people are like, ah, they're too pricey. What? Well, Banana VR. Republic has the best sales. Yeah. Okay. That best year in sales. Forty percent all the time. How about sixty <laughs> percent off like additional sales? Yeah. 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 In-store shopping. I'm a big thrifter. Mm. So I love Goodwill, especially yeah. the Goodwill oh, okay. on the Upper East Side. Oh, that's real. Leather bags, $20. Yes. yes. <laughs> what is the one staple in your wardrobe that you feel like always elevates your outfit? My blazer. My blazer. Banana Republic blazer. Mm. Yeah, I have a basket weave blazer that I got really cheap. You know, I could wear a regular white t-shirt with that, and it'll just automatically make me look a little bit more polished. So I think having a good blazer, love a good blazer. is important. Yeah. A hat. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I, I like the one you're yeah. rocking. Thank today. you. Yeah. I've gotten into hats recently, and like, I I, I want my hair to be free, but it's yeah. just like a hat kind of does something for it the does. outfit. It does. Yeah. Okay. Fashion trend on the horizon that we should stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> excessive holes everywhere like I'm cool on the garbage mm-hmm. bag look I don't know <laughs> everyone's different but I think the I distressed. think like distressed jeans are cute but yeah. when, you, when your whole entire I've seen them where like the whole kneecap is out oh. like it's a whole section it's of- making me sad because I do have jeans like that no <laughs> I think distressed jeans are pretty cool and they've been on trend for a while distress is not a problem what I'm saying is when you're like from top to bottom it's yeah. just nothing yeah. but holes okay favorite fashion blogs for inspiration Atlantic Pacific, Blair. I don't know if you heard of her. She's no. from New York. Okay. Oh, you got to check her out. I think her new blog is the-atlantic-pacific.com. Awesome. She's super stylish. And she gives you a new post almost every, every day. Every day. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to shout out a friend of mine, friend, <laughs> associate, acquaintance, um, Christina from Tales from the Thrift. Okay. Like, she's a big thrifter. Nice. So I'm like, I love everything that she wears. Her pictures on Instagram, like, I'm stalking yes. her. So. She has amazing style, um, and she shows you what you can really get at a thrift shop if you hunt okay. yeah. hard enough. I love it. We got to yeah. shout out one of our past guests, Kelly Augustine. Oh. She got the, the Plus Girls cover like myself nice. with nice. daily fashions, and nice. she's really resourceful. I think so Style Pantry is pretty cool, too. Style Pantry, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love she's always so stylish. What is something, one thing, our listeners can do to upgrade their wardrobe? This week, just like one thing they can do. This Visit week. your tailor. Visit <laughs> your local tailor. Visit your tailor. Yes, find you I a tailor. So. Yeah. Find, find you a right. tailor. I gotta find one, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was clean out your closet. Mm. Like, that's step one. Like, because when you're cleaning it out, you may discover things, outfits that, outfits that you can put together, mm. stuff that you need to throw out. Um, you discover your personal style. So that's like a whole upgrade session all together. Okay, we got it. Minimalism. I'll add to Elisa and say, why don't you just have a little dress-up session? I love to dress up. (laughs) Oftentimes, (laughs) we think we don't have anything to wear because we we haven't gone into our closet, like Elisa said. So if you have like an hour or two, just sit there and put outfits together so that when you're going to work next week, you don't have to worry about, damn, what am I going to wear today? Mm -hmm. Take a picture of it. I have like, 8,000 pictures on my phone of just outfits. Okay, girl. Literally. I, don't know about all of that, I mean, I'm just saying when you're when you when you need to go somewhere yeah. and you're thinking about what am I going to wear? I, you, you know, I right see the phone. vision, put on a good some good music. Yeah, or have a fun. beverage if you're into Make that. Sure. Get out of it. Mm. Have you a good. It's not only for little girls, yeah. honey. I still do it. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Well, thank you ladies so much yes. for blessing us with your style insights. Thanks so much. Thank you. you guys can follow Alyssa Nicole at AlyssaNicole.com. That is N-I-C-H-O-L-E.com. And you can follow Christina at JustMissTheRunway.com. They're all over the web. Be sure to follow their Instagram pages for lots of daily inspiration. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks so much. All right, y'all, and now it is the wonderful time of the show for Hired and Fired. This is the segment where we serve up termination papers to folks in Mm -hmm. pop culture, the media, life in general, who Mm -hmm. are, you know, doing things that are soliciting kind of a side eye from us. 
Or we hire folks and give kudos to folks who are doing awesome things and making splashes in a positive way. Yes. Courtney, you are in the hiring or firing chair today. Yes. What what you got up your sleeve? We are hiring today. Hiring. Okay. Hiring, bringing on folks and things. Yes. (laughs) Um, And we are hiring Jessica Williams. Mm. Jessica Williams, you may know her as daily former Daily Show correspondent. Um, she has a great podcast called Two Dope Queens. Yes. Um, so during, as we mentioned before, my um, illegal Twitter activity <laughs> that I should not be doing, but it was like the airport protests were happening. I yes. had to know what was happening. Yes. So I was on there, and then the L.A. Times just slips in this story. Mm-hmm. Um Sundance is happening, and there was a luncheon for women in film. Mm -hmm. The it was a muted color palette, if you will. A um, it was Caucasian. Okay, (laughs) there was like it was a lot of Caucasians (laughs) with some sprinklings of diversity. That's what it was. Yeah, and so they're talking about diversity, and Salma Hayek, Mm. who you know, um, who is she? Yeah, who does it? She was in this cute movie with Antonia Banderas, Maybe. which made me stand for her. Wild Wild West. You okay. know her from that. Okay. Um, sure. So she comes through with a hot take. Um, <laughs> she says, I don't want to be hired because I'm a girl. I want them to see I'm fabulous. Don't give me a job because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Then Shirley MacLaine. Mm-hmm. You'll know her when you see her. She's like 82 years old. She's been working forever. She comes through with the alley-oop of... <laughs> We should all find democracy inside. Yeah. What? Democracy. What? Inside. Inside (laughs) Inside of of ourselves. That's where. Because the point was, like, we shouldn't feel like victims as women. Mm, And for all this diversity, like, don't let that. Distract. (laughs) Like, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Jessica Williams is sitting there. And she steps up to say that, like, hey, in the non-democracy outside yes what about you know black women women of color lgbt like these people who have barriers for things like like you can't hide or you can't you you know conform right there's sometimes there's just barriers yeah she brings that up and then there's just this parade Mm. of just condescending comments um some of my faves were (laughs) first of all someone started calling her baby Oh, like ba- as oh, a term of yeah, endearment yeah. and then she's like who are you when you're not black and you're not a woman who are you I'm sorry. and what have you got to give like you need to just examine yourself more who are you when you're not black and right. not a woman what does that even mean like who is your essence your who your, your energy I don't, like who are you I don't <laughs> wait what <laughs> I'm sorry what <laughs> what kind of white nonsense like I don't how do you, how do you? I'm just like in this meeting or lunch, whatever it is, <laughs> you're at this table and she's saying all this stuff. But Jessica, keep in mind, like Jessica Williams is young. She's like 27, 27 years yeah. old. And she's responding, to fielding these inquiries, being called baby. Yeah. And just like presenting her case and she says you know things like you know some days I am just black and I'm just a woman it's not my choice I know who I am I know I'm Jessica I know I'm hot but like there are all these other things happening and I just want to give her kudos because one that took like to stand up and with all these women who have been in the industry yeah. who are older than you and to still call some nonsense when yeah, you see it nonsense, and yes. present it. And honestly speaking, not just for herself, I right. imagine, but really on behalf of the rest of us, because can you like you're sitting there listening to garbage like democracy within and who are you when you're not black and not a woman and it's like I'm like I'm sorry, wait a minute. Like let's let's just bring that back a little right. bit. This is off. God forbid you let just someone share their view of the world without feeling like you have to correct them. Kudos to Jessica because child, dealing with diversity and all these issues, mm. people say things, they tell them themselves, but to be able to keep a confident, calm head yeah. and still say what needs to be said. Thank you. Cheers girl. to you. Thank you. I ain't got it in me, but <laughs> cheers to you. <laughs>
Well, that was a good welcome back. Yes. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and we hope that you're super excited about the new season. We know we are. So hit us up anytime to tell us what you want to hear, guests you'd like to hear from or have us collaborate mm-hmm. with, topics you want us to cover. Yes. We're all over the web at Joblogs or, you know, you can shoot us a note at hi at Joblogs.com. We want to thank our amazing guests, Alyssa and Christina, who came through. Yes. You know, hopefully you're inspired to just... Be your fiercest self. Listen. Yeah. Um, you can follow them all over the web at Alyssa Nicole Style and Just Missed the Runway. That's their Instagram handles. Mm-hmm. Connect with them. Tell them how much you appreciated them on the show. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. And one thing before we go. So we know, like, we've kind of joked about it, but we realized that we're just in some interesting times. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's a tense environment and... You know, I know I feel helpless from some days. And we think the perfect cure for that feeling is action. So find an organization that is doing great work. Donate your time. Donate your energy. Um, For me, I was really inspired by the ACLU. Mm -hmm. Give me those papers. Delivering. Come on. So I slid them a few dollars. Encourage you all to do the same. Oh, and look on Twitter. A lot of wealthy folks are matching donations if you send your receipt. So do that. Yeah, you know, my dad is with the United Nations Refugee Agency, so I automatically kind of went there, and they have an amazing list of resettlement partners, people who are helping folks actively get resettled Mm -hmm. and place them and give them aid and water and food and shelter. So um, take a look on the UN Refugee Agency's website for that list. Find an organization that speaks to you and consider donating your time or points. So go out, do powerful things, looking powerful. Yes. We'll see you. (laughs) See you next time. See ya. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.